0: Broadcasting from the wine country in California, this is the Kick-Ass Relationship Show, where intimate secrets and modern advice for couples is shared to elevate your relationship to live sexier, happier, and to have way more fun. We believe success in life is better when mixed with excitement and love. And now, here's your kick-ass relationship coach and best-selling author, Midori Verity. Welcome
1: back, everyone, to another episode of the relationship show. And today is going to be a great, a great one once again, because we are going to be breaking through some ceilings and hearing some, some ideas that you probably haven't explored before. So let me ask you this. Do you do you ever feel like you're just destined to live paycheck to paycheck? You can't ever have that financial freedom that you have wanted for so long. It just seems to be, that's just the way it is. And maybe it's because that's what you saw with your parents. That's the way it was for them. They just seem to stay at a level and that's just the way it was. And that's, that's how life is supposed to be. Today, we are going to be breaking that myth and showing you how your habits, the patterns, your financial patterns that you're in right now, May have been caused by what you experienced as a child. My expert today, Miss Lucy Monacle. I'm sorry, McMonagle. Did I get that right, Lucy? Yes, yes. You did. Okay, okay. Um, she is an expert at breaking through these patterns and being aware of them, and showing you how to change it. So you want to hear all of this because you may experience. I'm pretty confident you're going to experience some great breakthroughs. So anyway, I am always going to start off with my three minutes to thrive. And today we are talking about dealing with big fat problems that you may have as a recurring issue in your relationship. This can also be in your job, with your kids, with friends, whatever it is. Anyway, with this, a new approach that I want you to try out, I'm just saying try it out and see where it takes you. But with this, what I want you to think about is speaking from the heart. And when you are interacting with your spouse, with your partner, with your kids, whatever it is, try to go from your heart. Let me explain what I mean. Often when we find ourselves in a big explosive battle or in a heightened argument, if you really think about it, it's more about winning and being right than it is about how you feel about it. So there's four steps that I want you to be aware of to kind of put into your new little toolbox that I always talk about, your mental communication toolbox. So the first one is to really take some time to think about what's going on here why is this bothering me so much? Often there are clues to, again, once again, this is kind of going to be a theme today, from your childhood, patterns that have developed core beliefs that you may have that bring up this emotion because you're protecting it so much. It's so important to you. So be aware of what that is. Why is it really bothering you? That's number one. Number two, I want you to see what you can do, not what someone else can do, but take the power back, what you can do to lessen the energy that you expend on this. Find some new approaches and ways of thinking about it that takes out some of that energy that you currently are putting into it. Number three is to envision this. What I mean by that is the next time this comes up with your partner, Or whoever it is I want you to envision how you would like it to go how to have this this conversation with whoever it is and have it be less explosive more calm more of a conversation and walk yourself through that how does it look how do you start out how do you approach it number I'm sorry. Number four, the last part of this is remember not to finger point. I talk about that a lot. No finger pointing. Take it upon yourself. Use I statements and come from that standpoint when you are talking with your partner, when you're approaching whoever it is. And this is where you really want to talk from your heart. You're going to be listened to more fully when you are talking from your heart because it's gonna be genuine and you're not gonna come out you're not gonna come out like you want a boxing match whoever you're talking to is gonna be less defensive so that's what I want you to think about so that's it for three minutes to thrive and without further ado we are gonna bring on Lucy but before we do that I gotta tell you a little bit about this little powerhouse that I have on my show today. By the way she was she became a best selling author international best-selling author as of yesterday, right, Lucy? Yes, I did. That is um, pretty freaking exciting. And now she's on my show today. But Lucy transformed her poverty-stricken life that she grew up in into one of abundance, wealth, and happiness by working less and making more money. She's known as the mystic wealth creator. Lucy is an expert on energy clearings and empowering others with her unique approach Blending practical tools with spirituality that enables hidden blocks to be transmuted. This opens the door for more powerful creativity and more wealth to flow. And I love this. I've studied this a bit. Um, However, I am super not the expert in this area. So I am very, very excited to hear what Lucy has to say about this. But before we even start on that, Lucy, congratulations on your book. That is... So exciting and such a monumental accomplishment. So congratulations. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So I want you to tell us a little bit about your background. We just talked about it briefly in your bio, but tell us a little bit about what makes you Lucy and how you
2: got to where you are today. So thank you. I really appreciate being on the show. And what, what makes me me is... That from a very early age, I had to learn how to be resilient on myself. And on on some, some people's belief system, they're like, oh, that's fabulous. You're independent. You're strong. But on a relationship side and on a personal side, sometimes that's not so good. Because I didn't know how to be vulnerable. I didn't know how to be weak. And growing up in poverty situations like I did, being vulnerable and weak would mean that you were harmed physically, emotionally, mentally. And so always putting up that front. And... As I developed, as I became more and more into my own, I've been able to start not only energetically expressing myself, but really being vulnerable and, and authentic. And um, I honestly have to say, I, I did cry some tears yesterday when when I when I hit the number one. Um, and and I was allowed to to show this and I was able to express this to to my friends and my family and other people who are close to me so what makes me me is my my past of growing up in extreme poverty and learning how to overcome not only my belief systems of what I believed about money but also my mother's belief system my grandmother's belief system and my generations back before them
1: yeah so it can go we really do learn from our family without even being aware of it right even you can have an incredible education you can do all kinds of things but it's not uncommon for us to stay financially at a close level of where we came from is that right lucy
2: That's that's correct. About 90% of the population will make on average about as much as their parents have made. Wow. That's it's just so surprising by that.
1: Okay, so what did you do? You you obviously have been very successful. I actually have met Lucy and I adore her. We're in 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 the same business group. Mm -hmm. And you've stepped away. You've stepped, you've been able to break through. From yes. where you came from, obviously, in so many and on so many levels, as you just mentioned briefly. So, tell us without telling us how you did it. Just kind of tell us some of the things that you went through mentally to help you get to where where you where you are now.
2: So, some of the things that I I had to go through mentally was I had to open my mind more. I had to allow other thoughts, other other people's opinions, basically to penetrate my own narrow perception and becoming open-minded is the very first step. Making the decision to want to improve your life over and over again is the second thing that I had to do is, is I had to make the decision. And even when it got hard and even when it was difficult and sometimes I'd be screaming, <laughs> yeah. I still had to make the same decision that I was ready to improve. I wanted to break through these, these financial glass ceilings. I wanted to break through the learned behavior that I had from growing up. And then I had to find the skills and the resources, and then I had to enact them as the best as I could. So those are the four simple steps that I took. So let's,
1: let's unpack that a little bit, because you mentioned you had to push yourself. And that's where a lot of people get stuck. They get scared, and even though it hurts to be in a financially strapped situation, it's almost—it's a comfort zone. And yes. so many, so many people who I know stay in the same career, they stay in the same lifestyle, they stay with the wrong partner, because it's—it's it's, it's as as strange as it may seem. It's a comfort level. So, Lucy. What did you do? What did you do when you were feeling that resistance and you really kind of wanted to just not push through? How did you power through those moments?
2: The the main thing that helped me power through those moments was was my son to really look at him and when it was so hard for me when I had to choose between eating crackers or feeding my son at those moments when I was ready to crack when I was ready to just give up I I just I couldn't because I had somebody else reliant on me for their very life now you may not have somebody reliant on you for your very life you may not have a younger child um as my son is growing up and I'm a grandmother now so um but I had to find that strength inside of me that tested my very being. And sometimes you have to reach deeper than you ever thought possible. Sometimes you have to crumble to rebuild yourself. And that's what I had to do. And that's what I did do. You know, and that's the thing, it's, it's
1: you had to crumble. Did you feel like you almost had to reinvent yourself? Yes. You had to become a new person?
2: Yes, I did. More than once. More than once. More than once. Many, many times. Okay, so can you walk
1: us through that a little bit? You know, how... And the reason why I'm asking these questions for everyone listening is that so much of who we are is... We want to accomplish more in our lives, but understanding the mental part of it is key, is key to finally making permanent change. I'm always about lifestyle and creating a lifestyle, not a Band-Aid where all of a sudden you go on a quick diet and you're healthy for a week and then, you know, things fall apart or um, making some changes in your relationship because you happen to go see some psychologist somewhere and you fix those things temporarily, but you're not making that lifestyle change. It's only a band-aid. That's why this is so important. That's why I'm happy, Lucy, that you're expanding on this a little bit because this is key. And and don't worry, we are going to come back and we're going to have Lucy give us the exact steps of how to change our patterns and break through to more wealth. But I think it's important to understand this part first.
2: So, thank you for asking that, and thank you for elaborating that. the one of the very first steps is is reinventing myself every time I got to a new level. So one of the first levels was, how do I dress? How do I present myself to the world am i am I, am I happy with <clears throat> excuse me am I happy with how I'm presenting myself to the world? and then looking at after I've made that breakthrough i've I've finally got to the point of where I wasn't so upset or I wasn't so angry or I wasn't so whatever that emotion was then having to unpack those emotions and for me, I'm really good at stuffing emotions i mm-hmm. I became a pro at it when I was a child because it was not safe to cry. it was not safe to to have fits of anger or to move forward. And so I had to learn how to make friends with how I felt. And that helped me go to the next level of reinventing myself. And did you do this all on your own? Yes and no. I I, I did it through books to start out with mm-hmm. because I was so impoverished and so poor. I There was no way I could afford a psychologist or professional help. Mm-hmm. And so I started reading self-help books and the am I allowed to mention one of the very first books that I honestly think saved my entire life? Please do. We would love to hear it. So the book that I believe saved my life was You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And and may she be blessed. That book turned my life around in so many different ways. It introduced me to how I was creating my own reality through my perceptions and when I first read this I was so angry because I I could have never imagined that I would never wish my life on, on my worst enemy because it was it was rough it was hard it was it was difficult and and every day was a struggle just to to try to figure out how am I going to make ends meet how am I going to get that next job how am I going to find this how am I going to find that I was constantly on a search just to survive so Mm. when I read that I'm responsible for my own reality I I got a little torched (laughs)
1: <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. But that's true. Just like what I said in the beginning, you know, in the three minutes to thrive, it's easy to point fingers, right? Mm-hmm. It's easier to point fingers and say, I'm in the situation and I can't get out of the situation because of this X, Y, and Z, yes. right? Mm-hmm. It's safer to say that. To be able to step out of that, like, like you were talking about, Lucy, and step into this reality of, holy crap. I am responsible for this, so therefore it's upon myself, which is scary. But then once you acknowledge it and you accept it, it's empowering. Yes. And that's what it sounds like you really
2: kind of went through, Lucy, to get, you had to, to get yes. you to where you are today. Exactly. And and one of the, the greatest things is, is once you realize, okay, so... I'm responsible for my reality. I'm creating this on some level. Then it's just a matter of getting the right tools so that you create a different reality. Yeah, so, okay. So we're getting, when we come back in a little bit, we're not
1: taking a break quite yet. But when we do, we're going to have you go through the steps to break some of the, um, to, to change our financial Um, way, our our financial approach and our financial patterns. But before that, can you talk about a little, can you expand on what you just talked about a little bit more um, about how you were able to break through some of those
2: barriers? Yeah, the barriers that you had. So, incrementally, I started accepting more responsibility for my life, Mm -hmm. which meant that not allowing other people to make decisions for me by being silent. And that was really a big step for me. It was a scary step because I relied on other people to tell me what to do and how to do it and where I should be and and what should be successful. And so I had to start making my own decisions and accepting the responsibility of pointing the finger at me if I, if I, messed it up. It was on Mm me. I couldn't mess it up because, I mean, I couldn't point my finger at somebody else because they told me to do it. Now it was on me. That was empowering and it was scary. So that was very important that I was able to start taking back my personal power, which each time I would make a decision towards my future, towards myself, it, it didn't seem like a big deal. I mean, I've had big deal decisions mm-hmm. and then it's the everyday little tiny you don't really think about decisions that I had to start thinking about that made it more important for me to change and to conscious yes. I had to be conscious consciously yeah. aware of what I was doing, what I was saying, and when I would go into um this, I, this trans mode. And I started noticing when I was in my early, early 20s, that I would just blink out time. And that was scary, because I would, I would not be conscious, I would not be present, to the point in where I could lose hours, and not even know what I did. I couldn't even tell you what I ate for breakfast because I was always going, 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 going. I didn't slow down enough to even pay attention to what my life was. Um, I honestly think it's, it's, a, it's an act of grace and an act of God that, that I may not have uh, banged into somebody when I was driving around so fast, going to so many places, trying to end this nightmare that I used to think was a rat race. That is so interesting. That is so... Um...
1: So many of us stay busy, busy, busy to avoid something. I see this pattern in clients that come to me often is that they're so busy being busy that it helps them avoid whatever the true issue may be. Okay, so we're going to go into a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Lucy share tips on how to break through that financial ceiling that has been sitting over us and how to finally change that once and for all. All right. Stay with us, you guys. Hey, this is me, Dory, and I want to express how grateful I am for you joining me on my show. And for this, I have a very special gift for you that I am super excited to tell you about. It's a tool. And it's a tool that I have for those of you who are in a relationship and maybe feeling frustration and anxiety revolving around this partnership like all of us do at some point, right? But it doesn't have to stay this way. The tool I'm talking about is my Energized Relationship Quiz. All you do is you simply answer six super simple questions, enter your email, and then my custom diagnosis will pop up and reveal the relationship issue. After that, it'll give you the tools to change your situation starting today, right away, right now. So stop arguing over the same things. Get your relationship back to that healthy and happy place you want it. And laughing with your partner again. Yes, it can happen. Here's the coolest part. It's free. And like I said earlier, it's only six super easy questions. So all you have to do is go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign Midori Verity and type quiz in my messenger and I'll take you right to the quiz. If you have questions, simply ask me on Messenger and I'll personally answer. In fact, I would love to hear your feedback. So once again, just go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign Midori Verity and type quiz in my Messenger.
0: That's it. I look forward to connecting with you.
1: Okay, welcome back everyone. And as Lucy and I were speaking during the break, she said your listeners by the end of this recording, by the end of this show, they're gonna have a new wealth vibration. Who doesn't want that? Uh, hello, I'm raising my hand. I want a new wealth vibration. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about that, Lucy. Tell us some steps that we can do to start changing our financial wealth vibration so that it's at that vibration that brings us more freedom and abundance and and happiness
2: absolutely so one of the very first steps that is important to start taking is to acknowledge what is abundance to you what is wealth to you actually defining it because if you say i just want a wealth vibration and you're like oh i'm so wealthy i'm so wealthy and you're 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 singing this but if you don't define what you perceive as wealth, how are you going to know you've got it?
1: Mm, so if for me, wealth means that I can go on vacation with my family and take, take them all with me and not worry about um, what, I, what we're purchasing or where we're going or what it's going to cost. Is that kind of what you mean? Like really defining what it means to be successful?
2: Well, it's, that's, that's getting good they're getting close but what exactly is it in terms are you do you have an extra $50,000 cash per month to spend on vacations that you can go on every month are you talking about oh I want to have an extra $500 a month so that I can take a quick weekend away with my family so what hone that down more so that you're more specific.
1: So yeah, talk about the numbers. That's Mm -hmm. what you're saying. Talk about
2: the numbers, even if
1: numbers are scary. Okay, all right. I like it. Okay, so that's number one. What's number
2: two? So number two, the second part is once you totally define what it means to be wealthy, start looking at the wealth you currently have. What is already working in your life that's bringing abundance? You can notice this. If you are in your garden, if you are driving in a sea of traffic and you're looking at all these cars all around you during rush hour, it's like, wow, look at all of this abundance. You are sitting in the middle of a multi-million dollar sea moving through the road. And when you start changing your perception on how you have all of this abundance, how you have all of this wealth, maybe you're folding 100 towels. Maybe you're washing 20 dishes. Maybe you're looking at, oh my gosh, look at all these leaves that I have to rake up because it's fall. Or look at all that snow that came down because I live in the northern country and we just had 18 inches overnight. So looking at how much the natural world around you is abundant, and then looking at the value of that abundance around you—that so step two is—is—is is, is opening your mind to what's already abundant around you. Step three is deciding. And this is the most important step: is deciding to increase your wealth and your abundance. You have to make the decision before anything will happen, and then step four once you've decided start looking for opportunities because once you present a decision to your mind your mind automatically has to find a solution it's it's like that 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 perfect good dog when you throw the stick the dog always runs and brings it back so your mind is kind of like the same way when you present a decision over and over and over again to let it know yes i'm really serious I, I would like to increase my income by 500, a1,000, 2,000 a month. They do it incrementally so that it seems reasonable and rational to your mind. If you say, "I want to take in a million dollars and you're only making 10 dollars an hour," your mind is not going to be able to reasonably grasp that. It has to be incremental so that you can increase your wealth vibration.
1: Okay. So these are awesome, but now I have more specific questions as far as these four tips go. So when you say, look for your opportunities Mm -hmm. and, and also you talked about, you know, deciding that you're going to increase your wealth. What are some specific things that we can do to
2: reinforce that in our mind? Okay, specific things that you can do is you've made the decision. So start writing down how many ways it is that you can create more wealth. And when you take a piece of paper and you start jotting down, also, if you get stuck at maybe 5 or 10 or 15 or 20, start looking on YouTube, start looking on Google, start looking on the internet. On crazy ways people make money, you'd be surprised on how funny it is when you're when you're watching YouTube videos on on how some people are making money, and then that's starting to open. You see, you feel the vibration opening. It's like, oh, crazy ways people make money. That's interesting. It's possible. It's possible. There's a million ways to become a millionaire. Yeah, at and least a million. At least a million, yes. Mm-hmm. And there's a million ways that you can increase your income by an extra thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand. And so, writing down specifically, pen and paper, not an electronic device, not typing it, but like pen and paper, writing down all of the ways that you can think of bringing more money in, and then organizing those different ways you can bring money and what is the top ten what are the top ten ways a you're willing to do b you'd have fun doing it so that's this really kind of like the only basic rules is you'd be willing and have fun doing it and then start asking around hey you know let's say you love baking cakes maybe that's just something you do for your family and friends you can start asking around hey um opening up business to start baking cakes prop time And and uh, is there any cakes that you would like me to bake? And start feeling around, finding out how much other people are willing to pay you for custom cakes. Maybe you are really good at writing and you write poems or stories. You can start putting that on Fiber or you can put it on Upwork or you can start posting it on Facebook. I found my personal chef on Facebook. <laughs> Did you Billy? I did. She she delivered food directly to my house, home-cooked, scrumptious, healthy foods to my house because she put it on Facebook. I cook meals for people. (sighs) Home-cooked meals, healthy. So just take something you have fun with, you enjoy and put it out there. You've got 10 options to start out with. If you made a list of at least 100 different ways to make money, you'll make money guaranteed <laughs> absolutely there's no, no doubt about
1: that and what i like that you said is start small start with something yes. that you enjoy you know making a cake cooking whatever, writing a blog whatever it is because what happens so often you get just get started just take that yes. step towards it. And then as we've seen so much, Lucy, and we're in a group called the EBC and we've seen it happen so many times. I've, I've seen it over the years because I'm, I'm around a lot of entrepreneurs that they start with something in their garage. I mean, think of, think of um, Apple. It started in Bill Gates and um, I, was, I can't think of the other guy's name, but in their garage, that's how they mm-hmm. started. So just taking little things and doors start opening and people want to help you and your path may change. It's something that you didn't even think of becomes an opportunity like like Lucy was saying and that's where you start seeing magic happen. Yes,
2: absolutely. And when you're in this incubator state, this little baby state, pay attention to what people are asking you for. They will tell you what your best skills are and what they want from you. And if you would act on that fast enough and you put a value to that and you're willing to accept money for it, see, that's really important. You have to be willing to accept money for it, even if you love doing it. Mm-hmm. Because there has to be an exchange of energy. If you're always the kind of person who says, oh, you know, I do that for free and, and, you know, I just love doing this and it makes me happy and, and I love giving that's fabulous. But it's not the point of the wealth vibration. And I can bring you through a, a quick little exercise to show you how it feels when somebody rejects your gifts. Oh,
1: do it. Let's do it. I okay. like it.
2: So if you're driving, I have to give you the disclaimer, please do not close your eyes. <laughs> <Do not laughs> that close work so well. If you're driving, it does not work so well. Just drive with your eyes open, pay attention. Um, So for the rest of the people if you're in a safe area where you can close your eyes relax for a minute and visualize this that's cool. So I want you to just close your eyes and just imagine that it's a friend's birthday and you got them the most incredible gift in the world. It is so exciting and and you know that they've been asking for this for a long, long time and and you finally got all the money to buy it. You got the bow perfect on the box. You got it all pretty if you like the pretty stuff and you're bringing it to them and and you're you're all happy. You're dancing with the staff here and and, and you ring their doorbell and they open the door and you've got this beautiful box. He's like, hey, happy birthday and you hand it to them and they reach out to it and they're their eyes just light up and they they're so excited it's like oh my gosh thank you how does that feel for the both of you when you just gave them that gift
1: amazing
2: amazing it feels like a gift to myself too yes exactly you light up when you give somebody else the gift now let's let's go back into there and let's say your best friend is the one that made the gift, and your best friend is is the one that put this all together and and but you also know that your best friend is very poor. Your best friend really can't afford to barely buy food for themselves and they ring your doorbell and they've got this really fancy fancy box and and you know that you've been asking for this really expensive gift and and your very poor friend wants to give this to you how does that feel to you when they're like they're like I got you this gift and, and 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 they're a little bit shy but they're handing it to you how does that feel when when you try to accept that
1: and it's an expensive gift that they truly can't afford or they shouldn't yeah. be affording
2: yes how does
1: that feel oh gosh it's hard it's yes. hard I want to be so
2: accepting of it but it hurts my heart to do it exactly exactly and then how does that feel for them that that you're kind of hesitant to receive this how did look at their expression now are they still happy no not at all exactly exactly so when you refuse to accept money or gifts from other people because your mindset says they shouldn't be able to afford it you make them feel bad, you make yourself feel bad, and on top of that, you're not seeing their abundance that they truly have or could have by not accepting it. That's such a good point. Wow. Yeah. That's a powerful exercise, Lucy. Yeah. You're seeing them as a poor person instead of the wealthy person that they can be. Yeah. In fact, someone recently
1: told me a story of they went out and I think you were there lucy when when we heard this story. It was a very successful businessman, and someone who was much less successful took him to lunch mm-hmm. and and asked him, said, "Hey, I'd love to take you to lunch and and I want to pay for it and it was ended up being a very expensive lunch and or maybe it was a dinner and at the very end. The guy who invited him paid for it. But he said to this wealthy, successful person, gosh, I thought that you would pay for it. I thought that you you would offer. And the guy said, no, why would I take that joy away from you? And it's exactly what you're saying, Lucy. It's yes. very, you're not only taking the joy away, you're taking the power and the yes. possibility for them away. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a good way to see it. And I will never think of it the same again. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's so much to this and, Mm -hmm. you know, and and the fact that you said, go write down a hundred ways to make money, a hundred ways, one or two of those have to work and just get started.
2: Right? Yes. Just get started and just merely writing down all of the different ways, the hundred ways that you can make money. And it doesn't even have to be a hundred ways that you're willing to make money. We're just talking about a hundred ways to make money. It could be- And look
1: for the crazy ones. Is that part of this exercise? Look for the craziest ones that you can find.
2: Yes, look for the craziest ones that you can find. And you, you will be amazed. On, on what people are willing to pay for, especially with videos these days, with Facebook, with all of the things online, you can, you can actually even make money in the comfort of your home. You can be an assistant for your neighbor from nextdoor.com if you're in the United States. I hired an assistant that way, an in-person assistant. <laughs> Oh,
1: that's awesome. Yes. I haven't used that service, but yeah, I think
2: this is fantastic.
1: So we are going to go into another quick break and, and I know all of you are thinking about this, but I want you to stay with us, stay with us. Cause we're going to come back and have some more fun, learn more about Lucy's book, because you are going to want to know about this. It's an incredible book and it's, a, and she has way more detail in there about what we're learning and other, um, mindful and subconscious ways of gaining more wealth and making the techniques that she's talked about really, really work. So stay with us and come on back. Hey, this is me, Dory, and I want to express how grateful I am for you joining me on my show. And for this, I have a very special gift for you that I am super excited to tell you about. It's a tool, it is a tool that I have for those of you who are in a relationship and may be feeling frustration and anxiety revolving around this partnership, like all of us do at some point, right? But it doesn't have to stay this way. The tool I'm talking about is my Energized Relationship Quiz. All you do is you simply answer six super simple questions, enter your email, and then my custom diagnosis will pop up and reveal the relationship issue. After that, it'll give you the tools to change your situation starting today, right away, right now. So stop arguing over the same things. Get your relationship back to that healthy and happy place you want it. And love being with your partner again. Yes, it can happen. Here's the coolest part. It's free. And like I said earlier, it's only six super easy questions. So all you have to do is go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign Midori Verity and type quiz in my messenger and I'll take you right to the quiz. If you have questions, simply ask me on messenger and I'll personally answer. In fact, I would love to hear your feedback. So once again, just go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign Midori Verity and type quiz in my messenger. That's it forward to connecting with you. Welcome back, everyone. I know that all of you have aha moments and you're already thinking about what you can do. How exciting is this? This has been um, just so such an enlightening show so far. And now we are going to play a little game in a second, which Lucy does not know about I did not tell her. Okay, you guys. So we are playing a little truth or truth. We're gonna learn a whole nother side of Lucy before we learn about her book. So Lucy, you ready for this? I am ready for this. You're like, I don't even know what you're doing. Okay, so so let me (laughs) tell (laughs) you. Remember, I'm a relationship coach. So we're gonna talk a little bit about relationships, but it's fun. Mm -hmm. But here's the only rule. You, there's no passes. You just have to answer honestly and that's it. So you ready? I'm ready. That's fun. Okay, so the first question. Who would you want to make out with the most? A, Matt Damon, B, Gerard Butler, C, Donald Trump, Trump, or D, Joe Jonas?
2: (laughs) I'm going to go with A because I don't know who that person is, and I think that would be interesting. Matt Damon, you know who Matt Damon is—he's so cute. That was a good choice. I like Matt,
1: <laughs> and I could see you actually making out with him, quite honestly. So who knows, Lizzie? He's totally married, but who knows? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if I would have known that, I would have picked another one. <laughs> oh well, oh well. Who knows? Things, things change quite quickly in the Hollywood scene. So that's true. They do. They do. Okay, number two. Which line are you most likely to use to end a bad date? A Hey, does this, does this rack smell like chloroform to you? B, I'll be right back. I always have to call my parole officer at six. <laughs> or C, hey, you want to come back to my house to meet my 20 cats? Oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> which, which one would you most likely use? Um, I would probably say B because I would not want to take the chance that he would want to actually meet my 20 cats. <laughs> okay, so
1: that's a good one.
2: But in case any of you happen to
1: be on a bad date, I would keep a rag in your purse if you're a female, or if you're a man, you can keep a handkerchief. Oh. We use that chloroform one. It's right there, right there for you. You're welcome. Okay, number 3. This is a have you ever question. Have you ever A. made out with your best friend's friend? B. cheated on a test or C. Slipped a guy your phone number. See, I've slipped my guy's
2: <gasps> phone number. Yes, I have.
1: Oh Lucy, <laughs> we're seeing a whole nother side of you. I love it. Good for you. Okay, so this is this is a easier. Well, I actually I think this is one of the harder questions. <laughs> if you could be invisible for one day, what would you do?
2: Oh my gosh, if I could be invisible for one day, what would I do? I'm thinking of all the things I would not do in case somebody ran me over. (laughs) Oh, true. (laughs) Like a. um, Playing on the freeway, not a good idea. Can I hear you? you Now? I can hear you now. Okay. So it's my headset that decided to go invisible. Oh, okay. Uh.
1: (laughs) I must be magic. I must have powers that I was unaware of. Yes, you have magical powers to make the headset go. Yes, and I might have magical powers to get you to make out with Matt Damon. Who knows? That's kind of exciting. That's true.
2: That that's yes. very exciting.
1: Okay, so real quick, if you were invisible, did you have a chance to think about it or are you just trying to think yeah. about your
2: I I would absolutely love to go to a magic show, a magician's show and and see how he really makes magic like somebody like david copperfield or or chris angel or somebody yeah. really big i would love to just be watching how they really do the magic and follow them i like that yeah how does chris angel lift himself
1: up how does he levitate
2: is that real yeah. how and how does he walk through gates like metal yeah. I, how do I you would do like to know how he does that
1: i'm with you yeah yeah. I think that's awesome. So if you do become invisible, I want you to come back and report. Report your, your findings from that. I but Lucy, you. we almost lost you for a second. So before we do, and I don't think we will, but I want you to tell everyone about your book. I want you to go into some more detail okay. about that. And um, Okay. So
2: this is my book, Magical Money Manifestations. And it is a practical and spiritual guide so that you can have more money, more freedom, and more joy. Because when you have more freedom and more joy, money naturally comes to you. And it's That's on Amazon awesome. right now. It's on a special for only ninety-nine cents. So I'm pretty sure you can dig up ninety-nine cents to get my book.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go get that right now and, and let Lucy know what you think about it. If you yeah. know so many I've written a book, you know, you've written a book, Lucy, and I know so many people who have them. We worked so hard on our books. Yeah. so hard on it. So if you can read that book and give her some feedback on Amazon, mm-hmm. it's it's very empowering. So she's given us so much today for free, so many tools to use and so much she's given from her heart. So if you can use that, that would be awesome. All for 99 cents. And I have a feeling you're going to learn a lot from her book. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you for sharing that. And then the, if you are not, um, in front of a piece of paper, or you're driving or whatever. I will have the link to the direct link to Lucy's book on my website, of course. And then, Lucy, how can we get a hold of you? How can we find out more if someone wants to work with you?
2: So you how can, can you? yes, you can go to my website at lucymcmonicle.com. That's L-U-C-I, and then my last name is M-C-M-O-N. A-G as in great, le.com ecom You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter and you can find me on LinkedIn. Awesome. And then I think you have a free gift.
1: I didn't even yeah. mention that in the beginning. I should have, and I don't even know exactly what it is. Tell us about your free gift and then also how we can take, take advantage of that.
2: So my free gift is 21 tips in 21 days on how you can increase your wealth. And they're tips that come directly out of my book. And you can get that at wealthin21days.com. And is the 21 spelled out or is that just the number? Just wealth and then 21days.com.
1: Wealthin21days.com. Okay, so that will be on our site too, you guys, in case you don't have that. Um, But I think that's probably a good thing, a good resource to go along with the book. For 99
2: cents, look what you guys get. So So if you get the book and when you go on the first couple of pages and you sign up for the bonuses, you will automatically be signed up for the 21 days. You don't have to sign up twice.
1: Okay, awesome. Thank you. And thank you so much for sharing all these great tips. Fun tips. This is fun homework for us. You've been awesome. So thank you so much for being here with us. And you guys, next week, we have another fabulous guest who Lucy knows as well. His name is Mr. Daniel Gutierrez, and he's a crack up. He is someone who I met recently too. And he is, not only is he super fun and super funny, but he's a powerhouse in in a kind of a divine way. He used to be a very uptight, stressed out executive who I probably wouldn't have loved We probably would have fought, but he has changed around and he actually left his post as an advisor for Barack Obama's White House administration. He walked away from that and it was to seek this new person that he wanted to become and he has since become, he's worked very hard and now he is all about finding inner peace and happiness and how to break through, it'll be a great show to follow up on this one, how to break through barriers that we have to find that life that we really Really want to create the things that are, are kind of blocking us from achieving that life. He's gonna show us how to do it from a very unique standpoint. And he helps like bazillionaire executives break through things that are that are blocking them, but also. The regular people, like me, like you, like it, just whoever he he helps all kinds of people in this little new technique that he has, and it's it's incredible. So make sure you're back here with us next week, Wednesday, one p.m. Pacific, like always, and and come meet Daniel. He's fantastic. But like always, you guys, I hope that you will share the show um, and come like us on at. On Facebook, at Midori Verity, that's what we, we we work so hard on the show, and it is expensive to run these, and I work hard on getting you some fantastic guests, as you have seen, so we would appreciate so much if you can share and show us a little love, but always, even beyond that, I am just reminding you of that gratitude attitude, make sure that you show some gratitude towards those that you love and those that you don't love. See what happens when you express it to those that maybe you haven't shown so much love to before and see how that changes their their persona and how they react to you and how you feel about them, quite frankly. So go share some gratitude and I will see you next time. Thanks for being here with us.
0: Thanks for listening to the Kick-Ass Relationship Show with Midori Verity. We hope you've enjoyed the show and want to share the love by passing on our web address, midoriverity.com forward slash show to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous shows. This has been a Midori Verity International Production. Join us next time on the Kick-Ass Relationship Show to add passion and fun to enjoy the most extraordinary relationship and life.